Oh my god, he did what? Yeah, he sucks. But he's so hot. This is Hot and Horrible. Hi, friends and lovers. Did you have a good week, Andre? I had such a great week. I actually spent one of my days hanging out with you. <laughs> Best way to spend a day. That's what the word on the street is. That's so true. <laughs> you were on your walking pad and you did like eight miles. Yeah, I have a walking pad now. I've been walking like eight, nine miles a day. Well, how was your week? It was great. Um, I'm getting ready to head to Texas this weekend for South by Southwest, so I'm excited about that. That's so exciting. Yeah. And I'm driving you to the airport. Yes, Andre's driving me to the airport at 4 a.m. He's so sweet, y'all. Ladies, if you're listening, a man that will drive you to the airport at 4 a.m. Keep that in mind. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm really excited today because we have one of your longtime friends on the podcast. We do. Can you say hi, Zap? Hey, hi, Zap. That's your name. <laughs> zap like uh, electricity or Thor, right? Zap like zapperoni and cheese. What? <laughs> okay. So wait, how did we meet? I don't even remember. I know we met through a mutual friend. I know it was Dalway. Yeah. You know, after that, we kind of had our separate friendship. I agree. We are also independently friends. We are independently Congratulations. friends. Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> What's your full-time gig? I am unemployed. Which is amazing, right? It's amazing, and I'm throwing an unemployment party. Yay! <laughs> because you have so many things that you could be doing, right? Honestly, yeah. Like, I'm just kind of taking a break, a sabbatical of sorts of internal self-exploration of what I want to go do, because I do have a lot of options of what I could. That's really nice that you have the space and ability to take the time for yourself. Yeah, I'm really lucky. With all that extra time, do you have a lot of extra time to date? So it's actually funny because I was so ferociously dating at the end of like me kind of hating my job. And now that I'm like jobless, I am less interested in dating as well. So I feel like there was something, there was some connection there when like I was unhappy with my work. I then was like seeking some sort of outside validation like through dating and men. And now that I'm like just chilling, I, I could not care less about dating. Yeah, I think that makes sense. I think a lot of the time we look for things that we're missing through people that we date. Yeah, certainly. Yeah. You've obviously had quite the experience. I've seen uh, some of your stuff recently on Instagram, right? Yeah, I like to just take screenshots of crazy shit people say to me on the dating apps. And I also like to say crazy shit on the dating apps. Did <laughs> you know not? I'm banned from Bumble? No really? way. Yeah, I got banned. Cyberbullying. What did oh you say? Oh my gosh. I just got reported too many times. I don't even know what I said. Oh my god. Okay, wait. Do you That's have my way of like flirting. <laughs> What's your like general overview of online dating? Like, what are your thoughts on it? So I've been on a ton of online dating dates and I like wrote one time in college like an article about if I believed that they worked or not. And my like super controversial opinion, which is probably surprising as someone who has one, done a lot of online dating and two, has dated people from the apps, is that I don't feel like you can like find your soulmate through the apps. I think the apps is our artificial way of like inserting people into our lives that like we weren't truly supposed to meet. I don't know, I just kind of like, that's so cheesy. I believe in the universe, but like 
The universe brings us the relationships we're meant to have. So wait, do you believe that there's a one, like a soulmate out there for no, you? No, no. I don't think there's one. I think I will suspect that I continue to have many loves. I'm just, what can I say? I'm a lover girl in that way. <laughs> How many dates have you been on? I know definitely over 100 first dates, but I stopped keeping track. You know, it was mostly, in, this was all mostly in college. Like nowadays in Nashville, I do not like to go on many first dates because Nashville is very small and you are destined to run into whoever that is yeah. again. But in college and in New York, oh my God, I went, I mean, I went on at least 88 because I know I, because I counted them, but I went to a big school. And then in New York, like another like 30 or 40, which is like the best place for first dates. But ever since, I don't keep running tally anymore. So are you on the apps right now or no? I technically am, but <laughs> I'll actually tell you something funny. I canceled the last date I was supposed to go on. Mm -hmm. So I met up. I usually have like a strict like I will only go on like a dinner or activity date. I don't do coffee. I don't do drinks. But this guy had like called me and we had a nice phone conversation for an hour and then he invited me to on a walking date. So we did a walking date, went well. And then he went out of town, but each day he would call me. So we had been, we had talked on the phone four separate times for over an hour. And so, and he invited me on like a second date when he got back and I was excited. And then the morning of, I was like, okay, so what are we doing? And he's like, we could go to smoking thighs for dinner and then love circle. And I was like, fuck. I was like, I cannot. I cannot be true to myself and go on this date. It is the most, it's the least romantic place. I have never been to Smoke and Thighs, and I'm gonna be honest, I never want to go to Smoke and Thighs. Like, that is just, barbecue is like not my jam, that's mm. not my style. I'm kind of, I, I, I'm not kind of, I am bougie. Yeah. And I'm particularly bougie about my food. The last person I like dated, dated was a chef. And so how dare you take me to a mediocre restaurant? <laughs> he said we could get nachos. So super funny because I ended up texting him being like, hey, I think we have different expectations of what dating should look like. That's good communication. It and is, he ended yeah. up like calling me and he was like, can I call you after my meeting? And I'm like, sure. And I thought maybe he was going to call me and make a new plan. But he called me being like, yeah, I think we do have different expectations. Like, he was not willing to bend from smoke and thighs. Oh, my God. Nor was I. Like, I'm way too stubborn. <laughs> and it's like, it, it was more that it's like, I feel like in the first, you know, three, four dates, I think, you know, the, and the man should be the pursuer, sort of trying to, like, woo the woman a little bit. Or romance. I like to be romanced, you know. I like to be, and then we can do something casual. Or, like, I like to be romantic back, but... Yeah. Hell no to smoking thighs. I'm intrigued by a lot of the things you said. First, um, can you talk a little bit about why no, like, drink or coffee dates? What's the thought? Yeah. Point? So, one, drinks. I just don't like them. I don't really like to drink. I'm like, it doesn't, it doesn't get me out of the house. Like, it doesn't, how do I explain it? Like, already, you know, the idea of hanging out with a stranger that I don't know I'm going to like is like, ooh, is this really a good use of my time? But then drinking alcohol, like, I'm not even a huge drinker. Like, 
I don't feel like I'm gonna have that good of a time. Yeah. And people always pick bars that like aren't like if they pick like an attaboy, okay, like I might consider it, but it's always like some mediocre bar like where he like orders like a beer, which is fine. But I'm like, I'm not order. I'm not getting a beer. I need a sixteen dollar cocktail. <laughs> I need that drink to not taste like alcohol. So that's why I don't do drinks. I don't do coffee. But I guess my real, real reason is here's my belief: is if someone actually really likes me, like if they really are like, oh, I really think I like this girl, they're gonna want to do something more fun, or more committed. And so a dinner is gonna be more commitment. I know a lot of people are scared of the dinner. Or I think the activity is like the best idea, mm-hmm. and because it's like we're having fun together. But before any, before I even like consider a first date, I, which is unique, I think more people should do this. I always do phone call. Yeah. Like I don't understand why people are going into these first dates blind. You will never have a bad first date if you do a phone call beforehand. I love the phone call beforehand. Even it if it's brief. So many. People oh, immediately. Out. Yeah. And you don't want to. And then it prevents you, because before the phone call, if I, I wasn't doing phone calls, you would go on dates, and in the first fucking 30 seconds, you know, you're like, I want to leave. Mm-hmm. But you can't. But it's in that first 30 seconds, you're like, oh, I hate the sound of his voice. Mm-hmm. I hate his, how he talks. Like, whatever. Like, voice to me means so much. And if you do the phone call. And then if you do the phone call, like, it's so much easier and less awkward to segue into the date. Mm-hmm. But Especially, I think, if you're thinking of a dinner date or something like that, where it is, like, you're kind of locked in. Certainly. For a little bit. I will say the I, the, I lied. I, it was not two first dates recently. I've been on three. And the other two were super interesting. Uh, we did, his idea was that we did a food tour. So I did this food tour. He lived at the 505. And so he was going to pick two places and I was going to pick two places. His first pick was immediately a no, though, as well. (laughs) What was it? Puckets. Oh, Oh, that's such a red flag. (laughs) He got to order at Puckets and he ordered country fried steak. If you know me, you would know that's just a food that like I have, again, no interest in because I'm very bougie and I love nicer food. And it was, but then it was so funny because my location was second pick and I took him to, um, I think it's like Eddie V's. Eddie V's, yes. yes. I took him to Eddie V's for oysters. Yum. And so, and he had never had oysters and he like totally was not excited to eat them. And I was like, if you don't want oysters, like that's fine. We can like order something else. <laughs> but it was super funny because I told the waitress, oh my God, like we're here. We're just getting oysters so he can try them. And then his next pick is, I liked his next pick. We got, we went to like this jazz bar and we had fried alligator. That was pretty good. Well, uh, Rudy's? Not, not Rudy's. It's, um... It's like Bourbon Street Blues. Oh, yeah. We had fried alligator. And then we ended with my pick of Mike's ice cream. Um, And then the date before that, I I ended up kind of seeing this guy for a few dates. It was one of the most impressive first dates I've been on. He picked me up. We went to Kane Prime for dinner. Lovely. We got apps, dinner, dessert. And you know me, foodie. And I'm like, I'm in, you know? (laughs) And then after, we had already, I remember, planned Kane Prime, but then... Right before the date, he was like, I added a special part two to the date because he was so excited to meet me. And we had had some mm. really good phone conversations that he took me to this like secret bar downtown because he was like, oh, you know, I'm taking out 
Nashville's most popular lady or like tasteful lady because like I said I'm really I was like oh I've been everywhere I've done mm. everything <laughs> so he like tried to find somewhere I had never been just to take me so that was that was good so where'd he take you I don't it was like this storage room in a hotel downtown that like leads into a secret bar it wasn't like any amazing bar but just the fact that he took this effort to like bring me to this secret mm-hmm. spot that I had never even heard of was a really good so he swooned you oh yeah he swooned me and we actually almost dated but then we ultimately decided i think it was kind of mutual that like this just wasn't wasn't gonna work why (laughs) what happened well he like went away he was traveling for a week which was fine but then he came back to town he was too busy to see me which was weird i was like okay like i thought you were kind of we were kind of working our way up to being like boyfriend, girlfriend. He was like trying to plan a trip to Asheville. So I'm like, mm. all right, you were trying to plan a trip to trip to Asheville. And while he was gone in Mexico, we were talking like every day, not like on each other's back, like backs, but it was like good communication. I'm not super needy. But then when he came back, like he came back on like a Monday and I was like, all right, do you want to hang out? Like Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, he wasn't even working. Because he's like, he travels for work. And so, and he said he was so busy working on this project he wanted to surprise me with. And then Friday rolls around. We have a date that night. And the plan was that he was going to pick me up. We're going to go to dinner in Franklin. Then we were going to, and by the way, I live in Hillsborough Village. Then we were going to go to um, his house on Percy Priest to see this big surprise. But by Friday, he ended up getting sick. So I was like pissed. I was like, dude, I haven't seen you in like two weeks. Like, and we've only been on like five dates. So this is kind of this weird, like, mm-hmm. you got to keep the momentum. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, do you want me to show you what the surprise is? And all week I've been wondering what the fuck this surprise is that he could not see me. And he was also, he had a girl best friend and he had been, the girl best friend had come to his house to help him with this surprise. No I'm like, way. okay, so your girl best friend can come help you with this The surprise ended up being that he had built, he built custom furniture, which was hot, and I was in deal. That is really hot. It was really hot, yeah. And the Percy Priest house is hot, too. Yeah, I know, I know. (laughs) He had a lot of really good qualities, and the furniture was really nice. He has great taste, obviously, from the first date. He had built a plant stand for himself and bought plants, and somehow this was a surprise for me. (laughs) <laughs> because I told him that he should get plants for his house. So it was for him. It wasn't even for you. No. <laughs> That's what I, like. I thought you were about to say he built this plant stand for you. And I was like, That's so sweet, but that's bizarre. No, he, the surprise was for me to come to his house and see how he had built this plant stand and bought plants under the suggestion that I told him to get plants for his house. And so this was, he was already demonstrating like slight red flags. He's an only child. And I do not think all only children are bad, but I think he is a little too only child. And so that was like a big like woof. So then he ended up being sick. So I was just like, you know what? I'm just not really going to like put in the effort. I'm going to wait till he gets better and then I'll see him. He ended up being sick for an entire week, which I also thought was weird. I'm like, what young man is sick for a week? Like, aren't you horny, sir? Like, are you not horny? Like, I just was confused the whole time. I'm like, are you not horny? 
to hang out. I'm horny to hang out. And a week later, he calls me being better. We make plans. After we make plans, he says that he wanted to say something to me. I was like, that he was thinking about something. I was like, okay, what is it? He's like, you were the one he wanted to see me so bad. And then when I got sick, you didn't even try to like bring me medicine or bring me food. And I was like, bro, what the fuck? Like, we're not even dating yeah. like that. So it's like a test, do you think? I don't know. Like, he was like essentially upset with me that I had not made any effort while he was sick. And I was like, I straight up told him, I said, yeah, I didn't make any effort when you were sick because I haven't seen you in like three weeks at this yeah. point. I have no idea where we stand. And like, we're just not really, our relationship isn't on this like, oh, let me bring you soup, babe, type mm -hmm. of level. You just tried to gift me with your own fucking plans. <laughs> so anyways, so then I, but I don't say this on the call, but then I hang up and I just like think about it. And then a few hours later I call him and I'm like, hey, and he's like, hey, and I'm just like, I don't think we should date. And he's like, oh, wow. Like he's surprised. Um, and I'm like, yeah, I just don't think. And that's what's weird is he still like, he wanted to be my, like we weren't, again, we weren't boyfriend and girlfriend, but he wanted to date me. Like he had kind of made it clear he wanted to be my boyfriend, but it was just like, oh, if this is what you're going to be like as a boyfriend, like I am not about yeah. to deal with, like just weird. And his best girlfriend was most certainly like in love with him and he refused to like admit to it. And I have no issue with, I thought it was great, like, you know, a little what would Jesus do? Like, that's awesome that you're really good friends with this girl that you're deeply unattracted to. But, like, the fact that I, I'm i like, why don't you be friends with someone who's, like, more similar to you, like another man, than, like, dating a girl who's, like, desperately longing for you was another, in my opinion, only child symptom. He sounds, like, a little bit narcissistic, too. Like, he thought that you would enjoy him having this plant thing that he made for himself like he wants this attention from this woman that he's never going to reciprocate <laughs> feelings for like he really sounds like he centers himself honestly so that's my new opinion is while i loved like our first like several dates being very upscale very romantic now i think that's also a little bit of a rude of a red flag because I feel like he was just really like overcompensating and then one day like I swear the like the switch flipped mm -hmm. where it was like all right first a few times we're hanging out you're like trying to impress me you're romancing me it's all about me and then all of a sudden it's just like was not about me at all it was all about you mm -hmm. he was like by the way I can't afford to keep taking us on such nice dates and I'm like okay I mean that's fine like it's fine you don't need to I didn't ask for it do you know what love bombing is oh yeah do you feel like it was kind of like that because mm, like there's so much up front being like oh look let me demonstrate like what I can do for you like I'll gift you this we'll go to a great restaurant blah 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 Maybe that was it. I, I'm not sure. I, I I thought love bombing was a little bit more emotional, though. I think it, yeah, I think it is. I think it was more like he was being very flashy with money. Yeah. At what point during all this did you guys sleep together? I actually never slept with him. Okay. Um. So I think that was one of the hard parts about it is that <laughs> <laughs> I, like, really liked the idea of sleeping with him because we definitely had great chemistry but I was the one who was like 
I don't sleep with men until I'm dating them. Mm. <laughs> and he was like, that's fine. I'll wait. But also, I do want to date you. And then, and then, so <laughs> when I said we shouldn't date, I actually suggested, I said, you know, would you be interested in a more casual relationship? Mm -hmm. And he said no. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's so funny that I'm like, and looking back, I'm like, did I even really like that guy? Or did I love the nice dinners? Yeah. And did I love that he um, was sexy to me yeah. and we had great physical chemistry? But then I, like, wouldn't allow myself to sleep with him. But oh, it's good. I just have boundaries like that now. But sometimes my own boundaries, like, I get frustrated with. But I, like, can't even cross them myself even if I, like, don't like them. Yeah. And I also think that if you don't, if you kind of hold back on having sex with someone, it really forces you to get to know them as a person. Oh, yeah. Do you really like that person? Yeah. So sometimes that can, like, speed up the process, I think, of you realizing that person isn't right for you if sex isn't involved. But then it's also so hard because on the flip side, I mean, I still think you don't need to have sex to know if you have physical chemistry. Yeah. But, like, I like to – I personally definitely believe in kissing on the first date. I do not like it when if the date goes well, you have to kiss. Like a chemistry check? Yeah, because if even if it's a good date, if it's like a bad kiss, no second date. Mm. Very important to me. I hate when it's a good first date and no kiss and they're like, God, now I have to like do a whole nother date not even knowing if this box is going to be checked of do we have physical chemistry. Yeah. I do a lot of guys kiss you on the first date? Or try to? I think it's like 50-50 probably. Yeah. I think honestly the one when they don't, it's because they really do like you though. And they're like, <laughs> they're like afraid. That's what I was about to To say. fuck it up. Like, yeah. yeah. The ones who don't kiss you are like, I really like this girl. <laughs> do you feel like you intimidate some of the guys you see ever? It's weird because it's not something that I perceive. Like, because I... I don't understand why I would be intimidating to men because typically even though I'm very dominant in my like career and maybe with my friendships, in relationships I am like shockingly more feminine and more, I don't know, I guess you would say maybe like traditional gender roles within my relationship dynamics. And so when particularly when men meet me from the dating apps, that is how they meet me. That's how I present and show up. But I joke that, like, when you come into my apartment, I have this whiteboard with, like, all my goals. And one of them is, like, a financial goal for this year, which is actually a comically, like, ridiculous financial goal. Like, it would be pretty incredible. <laughs> it would be a shock if – but I'm kind of – if I pulled it off, I'm kind of someone like, you know, shoot from the moon, you'll land among the stars. And I think men see, like – I've kind of noticed men see that number and they like always have to like talk about it. Mm, interesting. And I think maybe they don't. And then I think, you know, I'm I'm tall, so they have to. But that one's quick. Like you're either cool with how tall I am or like you're not cool with how tall I am. How tall are you for the listeners? I am six foot tall. I'm not wearing heels now, which is crazy, but I typically wear heels every day. I love that you're on it. You have very like confident energy. And I do think that men are intimidated. It's weird. I guess I'm learning that like most people are intimidated by mm. that. But 
Again, it's not something I perceive because it's so inherent. I only learn it because people tell me that. That's definitely not on you. That's on those other people and their insecurities, I think. Yeah, I think yeah. so. So to circle back just a little bit to the phone calls. I've actually never done a phone call before first date on what? online. I know. Interesting. How do you start that? First phone call is much easier than first date, in my opinion. In my ideal scenario, it would be phone call, FaceTime, first date. Okay. Boom. And then at this point, be like, oh my gosh, we really like each other. We're really connected. I'm getting to know you. Let's do a super fun and awesome committed first date. Not like, oh, let's go grab coffee. No, it's like, I've really got to know you. I have tickets to this sick thing. I would love for you to come with me, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I feel like you can get, get to know someone a little bit better if it's an actual activity. Yeah. Like I said, I don't really believe I'll meet my person on the apps. At this point, I'm on the apps for like, fucking content yeah i also think that the phone calls or facetimes before a date became more normalized during covid mm, that's probably a good point point. and i i remember <laughs> i had a really good one of the guys i did like a pre-phone call with during covid he um we had a really good conversation and then afterwards he emailed me um, a gift card to one of the restaurants that we talked about on the phone so I could like go get it the next day for lunch. And I thought that was such like a sweet and good idea. And then I was like, he's great. Like I want to risk getting COVID to hang out with him, you know? <laughs> I love that. Yeah, I loved it too. But I think now like to answer your question, Andre, I think you can just say like, hey, I really enjoyed talking to you over the app. Like, do you have time for a, a phone call so we can get to know each other better? I like that. Yeah. Or it's like, I just do it when, you know, you're in that texting back and like, mm -hmm. you know, they're doing nothing. You're doing yeah. nothing. You're just texting back and forth. You're like, want to just move this to a call? Can I just call you? That's and a good idea. usually like if people aren't down for the phone call, then like, hell no, I'm not down for the date. And truthfully, sometimes I propose to do a call and people just say no. And I go and I just don't keep texting them. Good to try out for online dating then. Do you have any specific hot and horrible story? I don't know. I'm not really into a hot man. I would much prefer a mediocre looking man who makes up for it in great taste. This is a thing. <laughs> like, I actually joke about it because some of my girlfriends, like, they need a hot man. I do not need a hot man. Mm -hmm. If I am intellectually stimulated by you, if you can romance me. If you can mentally turn me on, like I don't need to be visually turned on. What's your sign? Ooh, I'm a Taurus. Although Tauruses are supposed to be like very viscerally attracted. Yeah. But my Venus, which is the, your planet of how you love, is mm -hmm. in Gemini. Mm -hmm. And so what that means is that I have no type, that I need to be like, I love, if you can flirt with me and banter with me, and like I said, like, stimulate me, make me laugh. Like, that will turn me on so much more mm -hmm. than just, like, I don't know. I would never date a dumb – like, I've never, ever – I don't even think I've gone on a date with a dumb man. Actually, that's a lie. I went on one. But I've never <laughs> been on a date with, like, a dumb man, you yeah. know? Yeah, and maybe that's why the apps aren't as appealing to you because they are very much based on looks 
and physical attraction, even though there's prompts and stuff. But I think when you're flipping through so many people, like your brain is going to filter through people that you think are most physically attractive. My dating app idea is I would want to make a dating app that like actually just is one photo and you can't like upload a photo. You just have to like, it's one of those things like. Like be real. Yeah, like a be real. Like Mm. you just have to like take the photo right then and there. I mean, you can know it's coming, but like Mm -hmm. there's no uploading your best picture. So it's one photo and you just get a swipe right or left on all these, on just photos. And then if you match, then it would go to essentially you can communicate, but your first five messages or 10 messages in total back and forth have to be voice messages. Interesting. That's cool. And then once you do that many voice messages, I would then want to unlock like texting and then maybe like say like another 20 messages. Then you have the opportunity to unlock their profile. But if you unlock their profile, you then like can't see the other people you've been messaging. Interesting. If that makes sense. Like for maybe like 24 hours, like it's like, oh, you, you, if you're unlocking their full profile of like more about them, then like you can't go back and be doing that with multiple people. Mm. That's such a good idea. Your next entrepreneur idea. I support it. It's cool. But I don't know. It's tough because the dating apps like aren't really designed for us to find partners they're designed for them to make money and that's just the reality and i think it just creates this idea of like unlimited possibility so it's hard to focus on actually getting i I actually hate how the dating apps are so looks focused because Mm -hmm. yeah it's just like one of my guy friends just keeps being like zap put hotter photos and he will tell me like the photos myself to put, but I'm like, I feel like those photos are lies of mm. me. Like, yes, I looked like that, but I cannot show up to a date looking like that. Mm. Like that's me and like professional hair and makeup. Mm-hmm. So like, I'm not showing up to that first date with professional hair and makeup. So like, why would I put that on the apps? So you feel like a catfish if you were to do that. Yeah, but it, it sounds to me when, when I look at his his women, he's swiping on that, most people are catfishing. Like, they're using all the filters. They're putting, like, their best photos. And then I'll go on dates with men nowadays where even the men, they're catfishing me. And then when you meet them in person, you're like, I mean, you look like that, but you don't really look like that. But it's just a lie in the sense of you're so enhanced. And I want to see, like, okay, what do you really look like? Mm. Do you have any... Do you have three pieces of advice for online dating? I mean, one is definitely like, make sure you do a phone call before that first date, ladies and gentlemen, that's important. Two is um, my best dating advice, or like my best flirting advice is just immediately pretend like you know them. Like I never do, I never ask questions like, where are you from? What do you do? Like, um, what are you up to today? Like I always just, pretend as if I've known them forever and we're like old friends and that leads to much better conversations if you just pretend that's so true mm-hmm. um I've done that before and it's so funny because they're like you know some pe- random people are like you know do I know you like if you're just like meeting new people oh it's so good in person or on the apps just pretend like you know them and just start telling them stuff like 
Like, I'll, I'll just say silly things. Like, I'll be like, what are you cooking for breakfast tomorrow? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then third, um, I, I definitely think, like, w women need to hold men to higher standards. And, like, I know we're kind of mad at men for not doing good enough, but I think a lot of it is women accepting so little. And, like, if you set a standard, like, you'll only encounter men who live up to it. Agreed. Thank you for sharing your stories and your energy with us. Yeah, thanks for having yeah. me. Yeah. Where can people find you on social media? Um, just at Haley Zap, H A L E Y Z A P. And Emily. Um, I'm at Sherwood Emily. And I'm at Andre Country or Andre Country Life. And you can find our podcast at Hot and Horrible Pod. Bye, friends and lovers. Bye.